What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we discuss the NBA restart. The Lakers, are they for real? Are they dead? Pelicans as well. Who's going to grab that eighth seed in the West? Then we talk Giannis and the Celtics game, Giannis overall. And then we dive into the Sixers. I get after it with Abe. That's what the listeners wanted. That's what we gave them. Followed up by some Monday mailbag, a Would You Rather involving bacon, egg, and cheeses and pizzas. And a special edition from Eagleson of What the Puck Since Yes, Hockey is Back. Snapback fam, you select Let's get Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Mm, not much. <laughs> not, not much. You know, just a weekend. Okay. Didn't really, cool. didn't really do much. Didn't really watch anything. Kind of just sat in a dark room for 48 hours. And then, hey, we're recording, so let's talk about... You know, whatever. Well, basketball was back. So oh, really? Yeah, we're going to start with the festivities Thursday night. Lakers, Phew. Clips, Pelicans played as well. We're not going to recap every single game for you guys, obviously, because that's going to take a while. We're recording at 5.06 p.m. on a Sunday. Also, who so cares about one little regular season game, you know? It would just take too long. So we're going to go with bigger, overarching topics, and we're going to start with the king himself and the team out west, the one seed, the Lakers. They beat the Clippers by two. No Lou Will, no Montrez. And then they get not throttled by the Raptors, but Raptors pull away nicely in the fourth quarter late on Saturday night. One and one so far in the bubble. Let's hear your thoughts. I'm not surprised by both outcomes of the games because you, you figured it was the opening night. They were going to get up for that Clippers game, right? When it's Lakers Clippers they're both gonna play their best whether it means something or not so I'm not shocked the way they want it obviously awesome LeBron beasting out four people to get his own rebound (laughs) um but I mean Anthony Davis was the reason they won that game he definitely was and I think inevitably when they play in the Western Conference Finals that's gonna be the key for the Lakers because nobody Montrezl Harrell when he comes back can give AD fits but nobody has the size and length to stop him Whereas PG and Kawhi match up a little better on LeBron, but LeBron didn't have a good game, and then he he did what he needed to when he needed to. And How simple. funny is that? Like the story of LeBron's career is he's is the, the opposite. greatest player the for forty six minutes, and then he's passing that last shot, and he actually took like the worst shot in the world. What was that? I don't know, but he got his rebound. It was like a double teamed running layup from like twenty out. Yeah, and I don't feel the need to apologize, but I absolutely feel the need to point out, not that anyone didn't see it, he has taken up his defensive intensity, which is incredible, because we have not seen that in multiple years. When he can literally do it whenever he wants. Right. Plain and simple. But, but we It's really not like he doesn't have the capabilities, except you were texting me early in the game. There was yeah. one blow by. Kawhi one blew by him. One blow by. He turned it on. Yeah, and then you respect. sent me like a lot of ha-ha-has. No, I was just saying. And then I gave him credit the next possession when he locked up Kawhi. Yeah, he was incredible. And did you see the meme of him standing up tall against Kawhi? And, uh, yeah, it was, it was like, like the Jordan the, on the... Uh, what no, was that? it's the boogie, it's the boogie cat. Picture. No, I saw, I, thought, I saw the better one from the Last Dance documentary. It was 
Jordan, and then who was that like intern player that he just kind of bullied uh, during practice? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It, it was there was an image so, from that. So AD balled out in game one, and then kind of didn't really play well last night. Also, only giving him seven shots is puzzling. I'm hearing things that are saying, you know, AD and LeBron are going to work on getting waiters, Jr. Other people, you know, into the team, getting them shots up, and then those guys will take over. AD faded in the fourth quarter of the first game, and then he disappeared essentially for the whole game in game two. The, that's my biggest concern with Anthony Davis. I've been his biggest proponent all season long and obviously recently, but that's the one unproven thing. He's never carried a team and he's never performed in the playoffs because he's barely been in the playoffs. You have any concerns when it comes playoff time? Maybe not first round, but second, third NBA finals? Not at all because he is the greatest player of all time to lean on in each of those opportunities. But I'm not looking too much into what's happening for the Lakers because the first game, like Mm. I said, they get up for it, but I don't really care. I just think that I actually believe that they want to get their team gelling on the same point, whether that's a win, whether that's a loss, because what, they're one and a half games away from clinching the one seed, no matter what. I'm actually happy. They're going to stumble into the one seed. The the media and us and everyone, I separate that, by the way, the media and us, they are funny if... That Paul George three banks in, the narrative is, I mean, this podcast would be miserable for everyone. So I'm actually happy that the Lakers won that game. It would be because, awesome for you. But I'm saying it would be miserable because, like, then we're saying the Lakers are dead and, like, I'm we, Now, don't say, we don't speak French here. I don't know about <laughs> who that's, this we is. <laughs> Anyways, it felt like the Lakers have played a B and a C level game. And they were close in the fourth against the Raptors, and they beat the Clippers. Now the Clippers get back, Lou Will and Montrez. If the Lakers had played their A game, and then Paul George banks that shot in, like, you just kind of throw your hands up, and you're like, the Clippers are the best team in the West. Now we don't really know, and it seems like we concluded that we hope to get seven games of that season, of that series. With that being said... I saw something online. It said, if you want to stop COVID... The Lakers and the Clippers should just play every day. Nobody <laughs> yeah. would leave their house. I will watch. I will absolutely watch. All right. I was going to go to the Rockets, but I say we stay with the one seeds. The other big game of the weekend, it was Friday night. Giannis, Celtics. Giannis, 16 in the fourth, 36 on the night. Four MVP fouls in the attitude. Fourth. And there was, a lot of, there was a lot of complaining because Giannis probably should have been tossed. It's pretty funny to see him get the superstar treatment. Yeah, I mean, he's about to be a two-time MVP, I think. I mean, it's interesting. Usually you get that treatment when you've done something in the playoffs, but, I mean, I guess his is coming a little early, huh? Yeah, I mean, he's only, what, 25, 26, going to be a two-time MVP. He smacks Tice in the groin, and they review it, and they were saying it wasn't a flagrant, so they couldn't go back and rule that it was a common foul when they probably should have. And then the charge on Marcus Smart, yes, Smart's feet were outside of the restricted area, but that's when he slid under him. When he first got set, Blatant, they were blatant, the charge, blatant charge. It really wasn't even close to a charge. I don't blatant know. Charge. You didn't watch, so I No, I, I did watch. I did watch. That was, that was a, a blatant but charge. But he should have been tossed. Regardless, they let him play, and then he went and one on every single Celtics player who tried to guard him. Tatum was horrible. Tatum's hooping today. Brad Stevens said it himself. He's not worried about Jason Tatum. That's their furthest problem. The Bucks, Middleton, yuck. Eric Bledsoe not playing. I still think they're the best team in the East. The Raptors, though, they looked impressive. It's time to start respecting the Toronto Raptors. (laughs) 
really is. Nothing like you, like you just, included. Just or give, you mostly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, that was me, wild. For let you no, to let say. me finish my. Let me finish my sentence. I'm not going to sit here and say they have a chance to do anything this year, but a little round of applause for. You the don't kids. think they could beat the Bucks? Like, do you not think they're truly the second best team in the conference? They're really good at defense, and you know, it's it just continues to not make sense because of like why is Fred Van Vliet and then OG Ananobi and then Ibaka and Old Gasol gonna like put up twenty points? Lowry scoring thirty three, it just shouldn't. They, make they sense. just have their, but their, it happens night in and night out. No, nah, I mean they're very well coached. You get all these guys that are plugged into the rotation, like they don't miss they don't miss rotations on defense. They don't miss assignments. That that yeah. points to the coaching. Um. I wish my team would learn a little something about that. All right, we're not on your team yet. Pelicans. We don't also... have to. We don't have to go there. Oh no. Oh, we will go there. Pelicans played on opening night as well. They lost. Zion scored like eighty-seven points in six minutes, but he only played <laughs> fifteen minutes. And this is then... this was actually absurd, absolutely absurd that he is sitting on that. It is essentially an actual playoff game for the Pelicans, and he is sitting on the bench. In the last two minutes of the game, what is the difference health-wise? I granted he was huffing and puffing down the court. He is a fat boy, but what? Granted, what is the difference from 15 minutes to 17 minutes? The Pelicans genuinely, from the top down, ownership because apparently there's guys upstairs calling the shots about Zion's playing time. Don't give a shit about making the playoffs. At, and well, and this bubble as they should not. And and that's that's the thing. The whole reason this bubble is a bubble with all yeah. these teams and these seeding games is just so we can get the Pelicans in the playoffs. <laughs> Adam Silver literally made this entire thing. He spent a billion dollars just to get Zion in the playoffs, and the ownership from the Pelicans is not letting him in. Please, we I think we can both agree that if Zion played twenty minutes that game, they beat the Jazz. They probably could have put them away. That's what happened. Right, but. I mean, plus minus is a very fickle stat. They had a higher plus minus. They're actually better with Zion off the floor. I'm just saying what the numbers were. And, yeah, Zion is great when he has the ball and he attacks. But there's no doubt he's still a rookie. And there's parts of his game that that are definitely lacking. He wasn't, like, dominant. He just was finishing next to the hoop. Something that Derek Favors legitimate. Can Derek Favors jump off the ground? Like, what is his purpose? Just know. fill in for Zion when anyways they get play. they get smoked by the Clippers. What about twenty twenty in a nutshell? Go bear first basket. Go bear winning free throws. Come off on, off a spider pass. Yeah, it throw, was amazing. throw us a bone. Uh, so Pelicans now zero and two, which you know they only have six games. That's a quarter of their restart. They're they're, they're done. They're done. They're falling behind. They're probably toast, and that's kind of what I projected. You went with the Blazers. Blazers getting smacked by the Celtics. Yeah, they are getting smacked. That, that's a shame. It, I don't oh, no, it, they're down 12. Oh, they came back a little. I, I said it before. I really just think the Grizzlies are going to be in that spot. They're the best team. They've been the eight seed all year for a reason. Like they're the down most five, consistent The Grizzlies team. are down five at the half right now to a team that is in the mix in our, our San Antonio Spurs, which was your prediction. No, you predicted the Spurs to get in. Or no, you no. predicted the Spurs to be in the play-in. No, I think I no. Once you said Aldridge is out, I I dipped on right, the right, right. But you didn't and know that Derek, I, you I didn't, said Pelicans. But you didn't because, know that Derek White's the next coming of Michael Jordan. Right. I did. I didn't add that up at the time. He was just a young star. Now he's a young superstar. Some may say baby goat. He is the baby goat for the Spurs. 
Eight seed definitely still in play. I feel bad for De'Aaron Fox. He's trying to do literally everything he can, and the Kings just. I don't really feel good. bad for him. I really like De'Aaron you, Fox. You, you, yeah, you have a card. Well, he's pretty <clears throat> underrated. Well, you need to feel bad for every player that's drafted to a shit organization. That's like half the league. <laughs> that's can't, true. Can't be handing out sympathy cards like all over the league. So it's early to crown in who's going to get the nine seed and then the eight seed. But there is one topic that I do want to discuss. What is and that? And that is the Philadelphia 76ers. I feel like that's why a lot of people came for this episode and stayed for this episode. And it's because I texted you that I thought my ESPN app was broken when I checked it. It said TJ Warren had 50 points because, you know, TJ Warren got traded for like $8 in the offseason. So I figured how would he score 50 points? against one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, what did you see out there, kid? What did you see out there? Like, I saw I, Ben, like, from the tape, like, literally just watching the highlights, it was Ben Simmons right. getting torched. Ben Simmons, though he did fill up the stat sheet, the stats didn't tell the entire story. That was something from Ben Simmons, his effort mostly on defense and his yeah. awareness. Like, Ben Simmons... He's known to letting people cheat because he has such athleticism and can make up in recovery speed and can get to the other side of the ball. But you weren't seeing that last night. You were seeing him get beat back door. You were seeing him get beat in the, in the passing lanes. That's why I'm not too worried because <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> no because Sabonis, no Brogdon. You're Their talking... ninth best player drops 53. But Abe is here to tell us he is not worried. And before you interrupt me, I'm just throwing this out there because I heard a lot of backlash from last podcast. So I want to protect the listeners out there. I am on your side and I need to just confront Abe. The break, not every team got worse during the break and the Sixers got better. We just need to throw that out there and acknowledge. Like the break wasn't you, every team you talk about, bro. And a a secondary clipper, the Clippers got did the Clippers get better? No, you said they got worse somehow because they don't have chemistry and the guys aren't in the bubble. They have no backcourt, blah, blah, blah. Facts. On top of that, number two, you made a statement. And this is the beauty. It's a of regular having, season game. This is the beauty of having listeners who communicate and I communicate back with. They, they told me that you said something along the lines of the veteran teams are going to get better during the bubble. Right? This was your point. And your first team you pointed to was the Sixers, to which, I don't know, look at the Raptors, playoff experience, NBA Finals experience, Marcus Saul, Sergi Baca, great Bro, coach. They Hold played on, a out. game. One time game. Out. And But you actually point to the Sixers. Rem- put Al Horford as your top veteran player, a player you don't want on the floor, and then every other player on the team is under the age of 25, besides Tobias Harris, who's hilarious. So Tobias. I just had to. Tobias dropped thirty. Don't he played a hell of a game? He did what we could. Joel Embiid was the most dominant player. Well, no, that's not true. Dominant, sure, <laughs> but I mean, this came down to coaching in this game. Brett Brown. But it, that's not going to change. You, 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 all right, dude. <laughs> it's not. I'm just glad after one Listen, game. Listen, there's a any lot of fears that's... I had. Ben didn't shoot a three. 
The Sixers are a mess chemistry-wise. The coaching is terrible. Horford still stinks. Shake Milton is not the answer. Sixers are trash. Why? Wait, Why don't we talk how about is that? No, 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 no. How is that all from one game? Like you make these generalizations after one game? No, because it's been the whole season. And oh, you, you thought, mean before COVID? Exactly. And you thought a break would change that? And after one game, it's very clear that nothing has changed for the Philadelphia 76ers. Not a thing. All right. We'll remember that. We're on to the next one. We got San Antonio tomorrow. All right. I will briefly speak about an Eastern Conference team who did come out and look good. Impressive. Again, we keep doubting them. The Heat, they continue to play well as a team. I don't think they go far, but they can throw a lot of bodies at you. And once again, Spolstra coaching. Three-point shooting. A very undermanned Denver Nuggets team. A very injured Denver Nuggets team. We're talking Will Barton didn't play. Jamal Murray didn't play. I don't think Gary Gary Harris Harris played. The Heat didn't look that good in the scrimmages. They got worked by a Memphis team. Outplayed totally. Let's not Scrimmages! Be... I can't talk about one regular season game, but you can talk about two scrimmages. No, you're talking about a regular... Let's pump the brakes on the Miami Heat. They beat a very injured Denver Nuggets team. And then before that, they didn't look that good since All they've been I'm in Orlando. Is you guys are the sixth seed. Who is talking about the Sixers? Who is talking about the Sixers right now? For a reason. Why are you talking about the Sixers? Because you like to shit on other teams in the East. But you you shit on these teams that are ahead of the Sixers. So let's just all do you want to see? Do you want me to reveal my text? Like I shit on the Sixers too. I just don't do it over the microphone. Uh, yes, please do. Brett please. Brown should be fired. But we knew I've been that. saying that for that, years. Yeah, give me something else. Give me something new. Howell Neto should. No, I don't want a Howell Neto quote. That's not going to get the people going. Give me something good. Ben, Joel, Tobias. Ben has Ben has to turn his shit up on defense and be the all-NBA defender he is. I didn't watch the full game. Did he even look at a three-pointer? Like, was that... So, same thing happened. And Embiid went to the locker room. Like, it's actually a joke. Embiid went to the locker room to go to the bathroom. So, let's it's, relax. It's actually a joke. Like Joel Embiid had 41, 21, and three blocks in under 35 minutes. Right. And Tobias Harris had 30. Correct. And you guys lost to the Pacers we didn't get two best exactly, players. Exactly, because we didn't get our two best players. Yeah. Victor Oladipo? I would take Brogdon over Victor Oladipo. Oh, genuinely. God. Oh, my God. He's nasty. Stop that. Um, All right. Two of their three best players. Listen, you want to point to one big issue that I thought we had? Obviously, it's the turnovers. The turnovers were a huge thing. You turn the ball over 28 times, and you're going to have trouble winning. 20. Ten, 26 times, 28 times, whatever. That's a lot. Um, All right. Enough of this. No, no, no. You get five combined field goal attempts between Josh Richardson and Shake Milton. And that's your starting backcourt. In 2020, that's not going to cut it. I think that going away from Shake that early was a, was a bad problem for us. And listen, when Joel Embiid is all on the court, a dominant force we are. We're very hard to beat. We are a plus 26. I think we were without him. With him, when he's off the, when he's off the, what? When he's off the court, you just told me you hate plus minus, and then you use it in your argument. No, it's it's just the way that we, like Joel Embiid. The way like, I'm trying to convey my point. Joel Embiid. <laughs> Whatever. Dude. All right, what the hell, internet graphic? Because now you get to come at me. Now you get to come at me. You are sitting duck on the six. I'd rather hear about hockey right now. What the hell, internet graphic? We're using my own tweet. I got excited during the Grizzlies game. And I tweeted out, Anthony Davis shaking hands with Jaron Jackson, the best player on their team, but the media won't allow for it. 
I I still think Can I, I ask you a question? That way. Can yeah. I ask you a question? Can you rank the top five players in order for me in the NBA? Because yeah. you you have Anthony Davis and and Giannis ahead of LeBron, so I'm curious. No, no, no. I don't have Anthony Davis ahead of LeBron. I just what? think that Anthony Davis is better than him. Okay, rank the five best players in the NBA. I did. It's on my Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels dropping this week. They stole TikTok. I have Anthony Davis at five, Harden at four, Kawhi at three, LeBron at two, and Giannis at one. So let me get this straight. You have LeBron at two there, but Anthony Davis is better than him? Is the best player on his team and has been all season, but... Because of LeBron's playoff experience, I would go with LeBron until I see something different. I think that's fair. No, I just don't understand the distinction. I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't understand what you're saying. Like you're saying that statistically. No, no, no. Sick. I'm saying. I'm saying that I Anthony Davis has been better than LeBron this season. In what way? In what way he leads his team in every physical category except for assists. And he's the defensive player of the year, which is underrated. Regardless. He's probably not the defensive player of the year. I think he might win it. Um, All right, let's start in Memphis then. Jaron Jackson Jr. (laughs) So you dug yourself into a rabbit hole with that one. No, I'm fine. Jaron Jackson Jr. Shooting 40% from three, scored 33 the other day. John Morant is very good, but I watched him and like he's... You know, he's not an all-star point guard by any stretch, right? He he's a super ex- he, right, but I'm saying right now, and that's a confusion. It's like I think Jaron Jackson Jr. today is actually better than John Morant. I, I don't understand your definition of better. Because if Anthony Davis is better, but you would take LeBron? He is better. But LeBron's <laughs> playoff experience for the playoffs, I'm probably rolling with the second best player of all time, who's still hooping. In year 17. Did you know it's the 17th year in the league? Yeah, no, I've heard. I heard about it. Um, so with, which one would you rather go with? I told or you, you disagree with both? I disagree. Do you think Jazz better than Jaron? And I will take J- I will take John Morant over. I'm not saying for the future. I'm saying today. Like, if you had one game. John Morant. Really? Yeah, because he's better with the ball in his hands. And his you got to watch Jaron play. He's I, so I watched that entire game. He's good, right? Yeah, he dropped 30. Right, right, but I, if if you're talking for one game, I want the one who can control the game on his own, and that's the guy with the ball in his hands, and that's LeBron James, Anthony and that's John, oh. and that's John Morant. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, fam, let us know what you want us specifically to talk about because obviously there's a lot going on in the bubble. Uh, Orioles just swept the Rays three game win streak for the boys. Season's ending. Which by the good. time we're gonna have, I'm setting it over under it. Two and a half more episodes until the of us releasing until the NBA, not including this one. So we're talking Thursday, um, Monday, Thursday. Yeah, two and a half episodes before the NBA. So about down. a week and a half. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. After that, we will do the Monday mailbag. Would you rather? And a special Monday. What the puck in honor of hockey being back. We'll talk to you in a second. All right, fam, we are back with Monday Mailbag. Remember, if you want to send in a question, text us the word podcast at 917-905-9069. We'll put you in a little chat. First question is from our boy Blaze Skikos. Sick-ass name. Blaze asks, who should win Coach of the Year? The reason I'm using this question 
for this part of the podcast, it's because Nick Nurse has been unreal. The Raptors with the big win over the Lakers. Billy Donovan and the Thunder. I mean, Chris Paul, man. Playoffs do a lot to that man's legacy. He's had some tough goes up 3-1 in one series. Hammy 3-2 against the Warriors. Like, if he doesn't pull that hamstring, he is still so good. I need the Knicks to give up R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson for him ASAP. You would want to trade R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson for Chris Paul? Like, fully kidding, obviously it would be the dumbest move ever. But to have Chris Paul in the Knicks, that's kind of like the peak for right, the Knicks. As long as you know, that's just so stupid. Obviously. But it was funny. You know how Knicks fans, most fans, but mostly Knicks fans, talk about like trading their young core for superstars? And it's like... I did it for the whole process, Sixers. Right. Like, no one wants Kevin Knox or Frank Nittalikina. Or, or Mitchell Bobby Robinson Portis. or R.J. Barrett. No, people want Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett. But we'll talk about, like, Knox and Nidalekina and two firsts for Devin Booker. You know, every, and... time, every time you send me a, a lineup, it includes, like, three pe- three all-stars you've traded for, and somehow <laughs> R.J. and Mitch are still on the team. <laughs> we got hella picks. Oh, also, oh, we didn't talk about answer Mavs. answer the mailbag all right we didn't we didn't even talk about mavs rockets yeah I did wanna, you see the I wanna, former knicks i want to did you see the former sixer robert Good. covington sending it to overtime playing great defense getting in those passing lanes harden's defense was incredible also yeah the the idea that harden isn't a good defender is so 2013 yeah. it hurts but someone did point out, they said, it's kind of changed a little to his effort lacks a time, which is accurate. There were a few times he let Luka just kind of Yeah, like by. LeBron plays defense when he wants to. All right, let's right. get back to mailbag. All right. Who should win coach of the year? Uh, Billy I Donovan. Think, yeah, I think Billy Donovan. Billy probably. Donovan. Because I think, honestly, other than you, I'll give you props. I got I to gotta tip my cap to you that you were actually a little more bullish on the on the thunder this year than most people people thought that they could be a top five i said if they don't i i actually need to pull that audio for this episode (laughs) i said if they don't trade gallinari at the deadline that they could be i think you said cp too right i I mean that was the plan they were but i mean yeah i mean talk about a model organization from the top down i mean they'll never win anything because no free agent will ever sign in oklahoma city and choose to live there right if you can't win a title by having james harden russell westbrook and kevin Durant, it's gonna be tough from this point it's gonna be but they do have enough picks to trade for like the whole uh, right for next year right for a few years until people think hit free agency they don't want to live in oklahoma like i I think that's underrated how much that plays a part in sports decisions and free agency. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Billy Donovan is an easy coach of the year for me. I, people were saying they were going to have a top five pick and now they're going to have a top five seed in the playoffs. Um, Nick nurse obviously is probably so, the second choice. What do you think about the, there was a lot of talk about CB three being a top five MVP candidate. No. I, and this wasn't me. And I thought it was a little off base, but when you start to think about how that team is a top, like they have a better record than the Houston Rockets. That's crazy to think about. It's not by much, but how does a team with, you know, CP3, his mentoring for Shea has to be one of the most valuable things you could possibly get as a young guard. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think one of the biggest things was everyone assumed, everyone who's probably a six man of the year. Yeah. Um, Everyone assumed that, Chris Paul was going to come in there. This is just kind of like his farewell tour. He'll bounce around from team to team. He'll force his way out. Maybe go to a contender. But he fully embraced the role. 
He fully embraced taking on these young guys and this young team, not knowing what to come of it. I mean, I'm sure if you asked Chris Paul, he would have said he would expect to be in the playoffs this year. But like, he's lying through his teeth, obviously, <laughs> if he expected to be a top four, top five seed. All right, next question is from Elliot Foreman. He said, most underrated bubble team to make a playoff run. Anyone change your mind after the first day or two? It no, is, no. Is it is still it is still a, a four-team. No, it, four? is, it is still a five-team race for the championship. Oh, so you you really are rolling with this Rockets can make a run. Not really. You know, yeah. I you know it's so fun. Like, I'm so excited for this game tonight on ESPN, like, just to watch them play. Yeah. But it's not championship basketball. Are you rolling with me? I mean, my bets of the day, I know you give me a hard time, but 3-0 and for the boys. And I, are you taking Giannis with me? Let me check on my Damian Lillard over right now. <laughs> Speaking of which, that is a one-point game with 10 minutes to go. I literally, I tweeted out. And my Damian Lillard over hit. He is balling right now. What's I can't believe have? we're missing. He has 28. He had four at the half. He's got, I literally tweeted out, and now they're up plus, by two. Now they're up by plus two. Fifteen and a half, and someone talked. To so me wait, what's it. the wait? What's the bet of the night? Bet of the night is Giannis over thirty-one and a half. Well, how are they going to guard him? My the, only the concern only is concern they win is by they, thirty, and they pull him early. Exactly, that is the only concern. And someone said, "Well, why don't you just take Bucks minus four and a half?" It's it's a lot more fun betting a Harden over. Like I bet the I. I bet the well, over, it's not fun the when hard. He scores forty nine. It was dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun when he's two for thirteen from three, and he's trying to get there from like eighteen free throws. Those are miserable Harden overs. I think. Well, going back to this question, I think though the Rockets are fun, I think they could give it some teams some trouble late in the playoffs. I don't think this is championship basketball. I think right. it, it comes and goes in spurts. And you know what it and is? And it's not sustainable through seven games for, through four different series. But the craziest part is the offense absolutely scores enough to be a championship-level basketball team. Like, I get the trading threes for twos. They gave almost, up 140 points to the Mavericks. Right. It just almost feels like it wasn't even the bigs for the Mavs that were really giving them problems. It felt like the perimeter defense was like, like Trey Burke had nine threes, Hardaway had seven threes, Luca was eh. Porzingis gave him problems, but it wasn't like Porzingis was crushing them down on the block. He's such a soft Slavian bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't. I didn't get the thought that okay, AD and Dwight and Javale are going to be down there just destroying them when Boban caught the pass and put it in the hoop. That can was funny, someone but. can someone tell me why Boban wasn't on the court for that Covington tipping? <laughs> and like, Carlisle's a good coach. It's like maybe maybe they didn't because they didn't want him to get fouled intentionally because he wouldn't have made them. But first off, he's not that bad of a three. Right, three right. Second off, he's seven foot everything. <laughs> put him in the game. But do I that think was... any other any other team can make a run? It's going to be one of the L.A. teams. It's going to be Milwaukee or Philly, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, it's just such a bummer we have to wait like four more weeks for you guys to get knocked out of the playoffs. You think we're getting bounced first round? I, I'm starting to <laughs> we're think. Lined up, we're lined up to play Boston right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm starting to think you guys are, which is honestly, a, it's a gift for me because 
I did think you guys were going to be a second round team. I was convinced with you. I thought maybe Ben would stretch the floor. I thought he was going to be an elite defender. We got I plenty of room. Jake Milton. Trust me, enough people have jumped that we got plenty of room on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a would you rather. Screw sports. We're talking food. Abe, what is this week's would you rather? Today's would you rather is for our 21 and over audience. So you unless can, you're unless Canada. you're unless you're in Canada. Well, even Eagleson. I don't think Eagleson can drink. I think it's no, 18. He's like 13. Um. So today's would you rather is would you rather give up for the rest of your life the hungover coveted greasy breakfast sandwich? So however you take it, bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, egg, and cheese, Taylor ham or whatever they call it, no, pork, pork chill, roll. Bro. Chill. Okay. Um, or the 2 a.m., 3 a.m., very drunk, late-night pizza slice. That is always just – maybe you don't have any luck at the bars with any of the ladies. There's always there's always a plain or pepperoni slice waiting for you to take back home and to do dirty work to. <laughs> what, what are you going – what would you rather give up for the rest of your life, the drunk pizza slice or the hungover breakfast sandwich? So to be clear, this is not a choice between breakfast sandwich or pizza, right? This is just the situational. Correct. <sighs> Sometimes I'll go I... first. I'll go first. Okay. I know you don't know. I didn't know. I've gone back and forth, but I think I decided. Okay. I think, what do you I, got? I, think I would rather give up the drunk pizza slice because one is a cure. The other is an enhancer. You know what I mean? Like you're eating that sandwich as a cure for your hangover. You're eating that pizza just to ride the ride of the night out. You know what I mean? You can find a food to void that, but I'm talking. I was gonna say there's so many options. There's something late special night about that can wake, get the job done. There's something special about waking up with ACDC ACDC banging on your drums on your forehead, <laughs> right. giving you a headache, and you go downstairs or wherever you get, and you get a fat Gatorade, whatever color you take it, and a greasy breakfast sandwich. And then you probably just lay on the couch for another two hours staring at your phone before you look up and go, oh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. So, are, Is it just me? Are you always hungry in the morning when you're hungover? Some days I'm like not that hungry. I, I'm just always hungry. Well, me too. But No matter the situation. So I think my reasoning and I'm going to give up the bacon, egg, and cheese and go with the pizza is because... Oh, wow. You're, you're saying you'd rather give up the sandwich. Speaking of which, how do you take it? Do you take it sausage, bacon? Bacon with hot sauce. I'm a New Yorker now. What um what bagel? Uh, actually, you go with a roll. No Bev? I agree. No Bev? I agree. Yeah. A, roll, a roll is great, but if you're going to choose a bagel for the conversation... Yeah, sesame for sure. I, oh, very good. We should rank bagels. <laughs> Um, so let me give you my reasoning when i think of hungover bacon egg and cheese i think okay i'm hungover and this is miserable when i think of drunk slice of pizza i think i'm drunk this is incredible and now i get a slice of pizza i think that's just i think i think the difference between us is i'm more i like to play defense you like to play offense (laughs) you're you're, i'm defending sixers fan you hate life and i'm a knicks fan and i hate life too i'm (laughs) i'm defending against against a terrible morning you're just trying to score late in the night exactly exactly all right it's, it's just Def- all right defense wins shake hands shake hands and we'll move on defense wins championships and offense wins games all right we're gonna do a little what the puck in honor of hockey being back so eagleson 
Hop your pretty Canadian face in here. There he is. Fro and everything. Tavares jersey hanging up. Austin Matthews hanging behind Dude, him. Dude, again. I pulled out my timer. <laughs> 31 hours. You love that. You love to do that. All right, so he gets a minute. What the puck? He's going to talk hockey. He's back. I, because it started Saturday at noon and the first NBA game wasn't on until 1230, I actually watched. And the the first minute was electric. There was a goal. There was a was big amazing. hit and a fight. Well, why did he just speak? Why Dude, did that's, he just? That's a, that's he a, knows he gets. That's a, a two minute. That's a this two minute penalty. Problem. Yeah, that's a two minute penalty. Um, wait. When he's talking, do you mind if I just watch the Blazers Celtics game and turn around? <laughs> no, because I need you on the timer. <laughs> All, right. All right, Abe, start the clock whenever you are ready. All right, three, two, one. What the puck? All right, real playoff hockey is finally back. The first few qualifying round games were last night. To kick things off, Sebastian Ajo led the Canes to a 3-2 victory over the Rangers and an apparently non-existent Artemi Panarin. Next up, the Blackhawks destroyed the Oilers. Everyone watch out for them this year. That mix of veterans and skilled younger players will be dangerous and it will give teams headaches. Don't sleep on the Hawks. The uh, Islanders beat the Panthers 2-1. to one. Not that interesting of a game. I don't think anyone really cares. Montreal-Pittsburgh, easily the best game of the night. The Canadians ended up winning 3-2 in overtime thanks to Jeff Petrie. I'm not sure if I ever got to this point in previous What the Pucks, but you need to watch out for Montreal. If Carey Price can play like he did in that game one, Pittsburgh can't just come out slow like that. They need to watch out for them. The Flames and Jets game was... Also not that interesting. They ended up winning 4-1. And for those of you who think that the Chuck Shifley thing was intentional, you're crazy. Also at the time of this recording, Abe's Flyers are up 4-1 on the brew. Perfect time to mute. Perfect. Wait, you guys are playing the Bruins and you're smoking them? Nice. It's Philadelphia hockey, man. What can I tell you? <laughs> who? Jeff Poochley? What did he say? Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, like I said, it was a fun first 10 minutes of NHL hockey. Caps, face off. What, what's like the, you know, NBA you tip off? Like, you drop the, the puck. Is that what you say, though? Like yes. the Caps drop the puck tomorrow? Yes. I feel like that's not. You drop the, the, yeah, they, like the NBC, you always feel like Torico. The, the Pens and the Bruins, shut up, Eagles, and face off. No, you drop the puck. I They'll guess ju- they face off tomorrow, which is a double pun. Uh, yeah, so Abe and I were discussing if Caps and Flyers end up in the conference finals, this will become a hockey podcast. Do you have any Caps gear in your house? I have a signed Alex Ovechkin jersey. I got nothing. (laughs) So if they make it, we'll just... Oh, I have a signed Robert Esch, former Flyer goalie, like, poster thing. I have no clue who that is. I think I actually... nod your head if you know who that is. Robert Esch? You're too young for that. He's too young. You TikTokers. When did the Leafs Oh, speaking of which... Eagles have the are... Leafs played? Yes or no? No. Okay. Okay, I still right. can't hear you, Eagles. Yeah, he's muted, so that's a bummer for him. All right, Dave. Any last words? Next game. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's waving the Leafs. Uh, you guys play the Spurs tomorrow night? Face off against the Spurs tomorrow night. We drop the puck against the Spurs. Uh, I told Derek White to to beat us when we interviewed him. Derek, if you're listening, actually you're playing right now. Well, no, when it comes out, he'll listen. Um, I take it back. I just need it for my morale. Just maybe drop this one. You know, you're about to beat the Grizz. Are they? Um, I mean, I am all in. Yeah, they're up seven with four minutes. Oh, wait, that's the third quarter. They're up seven with four minutes left in the third. Derek White, just another day in the office. Spurs leading game leading scorer with 14. 14, six assists, three rebounds. 
I mean, no turn, no turnovers. Come on. I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. If I wasn't surfing eBay for a little Derek White cards, but uh, we'll talk about that offline. Snapback fam, we will see you on Thursday. I'm sure not much will change. It'll just probably be another Sixers loss. Knicks undefeated. Two. We, we played two times. Restart. We played two times before Thursday. <laughs> Knicks still undefeated during the bubble restart. I mean, is there any greater scenario than not having to play or watch your team right now and just being able to shit and cheer on teams you like and dislike? It really is. It is wonderful as long as the Sixers. All right, fam. We will see you on Thursday. Abe, any last words? On to the next. I got my eyes on you. You're everything that I see. I won't show high love and emotion. Endlessly. I can't get over you. You left your mark on me. I won't show high love and emotion. Endlessly. Cause you're a good girl and you know it. So different around me Cause you're a good girl and you know it I know exactly who you could be Just hold on, we're going home Just hold on, we're going home It's hard to do these things alone Just hold on, we're going home Hold on, we're going home